bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host karen and we are here to do a review of a movie you've either never seen don't plan on seeing or don't care about us spoiling because we spoil the movie and today's movie is the long-awaited sequel to black panther it's black panther wakanda forever Mm -hmm. um and we went to the theater yep so we have trailers to discuss we're gonna review the movie and then we're gonna talk about your comments for black adam because uh, that's the last review we did that y'all left comments for um let's start first things first though with these damn trailers okay um the first trailer was john wick foe oh it's john rick i was in no matter what they said okay call me john wick apedia because i'm gonna be there <laughs> yes sir taking notes two was a whitney houston biopic called i want to dance with somebody uh i don't think i'm gonna see that one yeah it's not for me Mm-mm. you know it just wasn't and, and my like type of hype yeah and my thing is i love whitney i love her story and all that stuff and i'm pretty sure it's probably gonna do decent mm-hmm. but the it's not always a bad thing and who knows the person who's doing it probably gonna kill that role but it's just one of those things where i'm looking i was like you don't look anything like whitney mm-hmm. and so for me it was kind of go oh okay like like the person probably can act their asses off mm-hmm. but you know for a lot of people you have to suspend disbelief in order to be like okay i'm all in yeah i think um obviously i'm a fan of whitney houston's mm-hmm. talent and you know it's, it's tragic death and stuff but i just don't think i was like the parasocial type of fan that i think a lot of people were where it's like they really were into her and the woman that they think could have been her lover and bobby brown and her family and i've never been into that even when they had the whitney houston like tv biopic thing i just didn't want to watch it it always and and it's she's a and i guess a lot of biopics like this but there's like a morbid obsession with whitney that just always made me so uncomfortable um she was one of the first like people that we really watch quote unquote fall apart on tv in real time you know like i never even watched her reality show with her and bobby Mm because it felt like a very toxic dysfunctional relationship Mm -hmm. and uh it's just not my thing but i don't i don't knock anybody that wants to see it but right i i I know i'm out the same dungeons and dragons honor among thieves we've talked about this trailer before i actually really like it i think it looks fun mm-hmm. uh reminds me of vox machina on uh amazon yes sir so i'll probably go see it same shazam fury of the gods oh i'm going to i'm see in that. shazam yeah. one was great yes, i hope they don't fuck it up please don't uh strange world was like an animated um movie um that was like a dude that goes to like i don't know if it's like the center of the earth and it's kind of almost like being in somebody's body or something and his father had went down there and disappeared and he reunited with his long lost father i don't know 
oh the and that, that that animation yeah, yeah. i yeah I, I i won't go see that they okay and, and that's trying to find that's one of the movies they literally could have put on disney plus because i right. you know it's like who are you really targeting these two you do, i mean like i said if that movie makes money it's gonna be all a word of mouth mm-hmm. type of thing for that particular movie because you know it's one of those movies where you're, you're targeting it towards kids but you're and there's nothing wrong with these deeper meanings and different, yeah. deeper deeper things but you know i could see you know a lot of people just skipping it yeah just, like this for the theater mm-hmm. yeah it definitely like it has some bona fides to it i can't remember all of them i know one of them was like for the people that brought you in kanto and mm-hmm. i did like in kanto it's but, probably gonna be really good but i'll, I'll just wait for that stream yeah and it's got a really great voice cast i just i don't know it just hit me like a i watch it streaming like you said Mm -hmm. um but you know shout out to them um mario brothers talked about that already Mm -hmm. ant-man quantumania i want to say we talked about this before but yeah absolutely in oh i'm in i'm 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 all the way in uh yeah with that because that looked like that's gonna be great and what was always just hilarious about just ant-man he's always oblivious two things happening because he didn't know the blip happened because he was caught in the in there and now he's getting pulled back in and you know uh my hypothesis because i don't know is he's gonna be the reason that kane get free and so that's gonna all hell gonna break loose just out of his lack of knowledge yeah um i'm i'm just very interested to see jonathan majors as a different type of kane yes um and then lastly was like another preview for avatar way of water is a little bit different than the other previews but this time we saw black panther in 3d um i'm not necessarily it, like the 3d didn't necessarily add a lot to the black panther uh, mm-hmm. movie but it was uh the earliest showing and um we could beat the traffic that way so that was one of the reasons i really wanted to do the three o'clock but it did do something for that avatar trailer because i thought the avatar trailer 3d was spectacular I, you know what and it was and, and it <clears throat> just piggybacks on what i was saying when that avatar 3d came on i was like this is why the fuck you buy 3d like right. i was I, that nigga he knows how to do 3d the shit was how i remember it like you said it itches it it, it it like gets in the back of your brain you almost want to reach out and fucking touch the screen right. nobody does that like he does like i said no what i mean nobody nobody like shit was just moving around like shit looked crystal clear it was like yeah but, and this is how 3d is supposed to look and it's sad but he was the first person to do it and he's gonna be the second person to do it because everybody else has been just imitation or just something where they up the res but it's not actually truly a 3d experience yep uh all right let's get into it um the movie is wakanda forever uh we're gonna talk about what we like what we didn't like i'm gonna score from zero to five um the plot the people of wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of king t'challa um it stars letitia wright uh lapita nyango denai guerrera winston duke angela bassett uh tanok huerta who is uh the newest like introducing him as namor um martin freeman returns uh introduces dominique thorne as riri um and uh Michaela Cole as a NECA, Florence Kasumba comes back as AO. Um so, you know, like most of the cast coming back and then introducing some new players in the world. 
uh oh the storyline queen ramonda shuri mbaku okoye and the door miller j fight to protect the kingdom of wakanda from intervening world powers in the wake of the king t'challa's death as the wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter the heroes must band together with the help of war dog nakia and everett ross and forge a new path for their nation all right karen you know what we do let's talk about what we like give me one thing you liked there were parts of the movie that i don't know why i didn't expect this they were really funny like there were certain things that happened well, i was like oh that's actually really funny you mm-hmm. know because i i don't know what i was expecting but i was like well i know it's gonna be a fight i know it's gonna be a war you know i know they're gonna you know cover uh t'challa dying and things like that but there were actually parts of the movie that were really funny yeah yeah for sure i think one of the things about black panther the first one is you almost forget it was kind of heavy like it wasn't all like a a marvel like quip fest with comedies and all this shit like that it was it was like you know dealing with the death of t'challa's father and um you know obviously losing the mantle wakanda's place in in blackness Mm -hmm. uh obviously killmonger uh bring it and and the downer story of you know the king killing his 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 so the king kills his brother who's killmonger's father like it's just a lot of stuff abandonism to america and the racism there so it's like a lot of heavy shit in that one Mm -hmm. you know i mean the one of the greatest lines everybody quotes is bury me with my ancestors the ones that jump from the ships like you know so this is a pretty heavy one and i thought going into this i knew it would be heavy and i think the way they handled the heaviness of literally chadwick boseman dying for real um but like you said still hit on some comedy notes and you still got your your funny moments and your quips that was pretty cool um a thing i was i liked i like namor um i love the character of namor and he was a beast and he kind of exceeded my expectations and i really love what they did with his like uh with the things that he could do right um and i thought that um as a like one as a character and a motivation like namor's always been somewhat of villain somewhat of an anti-hero in the comics like he's never really a good guy because he's got this ruthlessness to him where he'll kill any motherfucker he got to and i appreciated that they kind of kept that in there but gave it a more grounded uh cultural lens you know with the um like south american type type heritage you know um aztec and uh uh aztec heritage that stuff was really cool um and to see this character be more three-dimensional um and not just a complete like because in the comics sometimes he's such a narcissist he's very fun to like read and watch but he's also like such a jerk you can you can't even root for him you know you're just like this motherfucker but he didn't feel like that here Mm -hmm. um and you understood his motivations yeah Mm -hmm. and of course we're spoiling it like i love that like he yields but even his yield is strategic yes and he's like because they will come back to me when it's really time for the get down and we gonna be right there with them as allies even though wakanda doesn't realize it yet but everyone is coming for wakanda in this in this movie trying to get the vibranium trying to get their secrets Mm -hmm. and so 
now that we've shown they can be weakened and all that stuff there's going to be a time where we they will come back to us for help and i love that about him as a character his backstory uh with his mom and and Mm -hmm. and the way he got his powers the physicality of the battles and the fights the way they used his he uses feet like that there's parts where it doesn't even do it justice in the trailer but it's like the way he's using his winged feet it's almost like he's running on the air yes you know it's like it's like they really thought about that shit and in that fight that brutal fight at the end where he gets one of the wings pulled off his feet it's just like oh my god it's just so visceral but it's such an advantage it's almost like a horror movie sometimes watching the way he fights people so uh yeah I, i i really love namor uh, uh speaking of namor i actually uh enjoy just the fights just the fight sequences mm-hmm. uh were actually really really good uh the, the last fight was really good uh yeah that fight is one of the most brutal, brutal fights Ooh, it was so brutal. they have ever put in a movie for marvel like that you oh my god like the spear through shuri the fucking ripping his wings off hitting him with the thrusters from the jet like it was that last fight is just oh my god it was so brutal and what is what is, is this preacher 13 um I, yeah it must be they don't there's definitely not rated r okay 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 yeah it must be pg-13 because when uh sherry got the uh that thing thrown mm-hmm. through her and she pulled herself off of that thing yeah. it wasn't any blood i was right. like oh this must be pg-13 you uh, know because because I, I guess i'm used to watching stuff more but you i was like oh I, why isn't there no blood i was like oh yeah you would have to edit that out because right. you're dealing with children you right. know a lot of smaller children watching this and so and that fight was so brutal and i loved how they showed their strengths yeah you know how physically strong uh that they were and like we told you talking about namor he was a a beast and i really um enjoyed them quote-unquote introducing the first no mutant you know mm-hmm. because he basically says i am a mutant yeah. and this is the kind of first time we've heard the word and you actually see oh shit this is what one mutant can do i'm not right. trying to find it's like what the fuck you gonna do when you get a lot of them motherfuckers together yeah um so yeah i I piggyback on you with the action uh you know special effects um all that stuff you know the the fights the car crashes stuff Mm -hmm. like that um another thing i really loved about this film was angela bassett as reminder oh my god she delivered a fucking performance didn't she though uh her character dies in the film it's very sad Mm -hmm. um and then especially in a film already dealing with death and just feels like maybe they have written this as part of the story even before t'challa died yeah i think so too and it really leaves sure with nobody and feeling bitter and angry towards the world mm-hmm. and you're like yo she gonna fucking burn the whole world down and i you almost get it you know because it's just the anger over the loss um and uh for a time in the movie she is like that but the way that it was all written and motivated off of reminder dying and the way she held the, the fucking throne down while her child was grieving and her other child was dead and her husband's dead right like she was just she was just oh, she just killed this role and i think my favorite scene is actually the one where she fucking strips okoye of being a general and kicks out of the Bro- door Miller j broke my heart i was yeah. like what 
and i think like, i'll yell this little screen down at the screen yeah and like you get it but it's also just like damn oh, because of her pain i was like yeah. she's doing this because of her pain yeah yeah what about you uh 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 yeah angela bassett loved her in that role and i think that also one thing about about angela bassett then i go into my next one she was very smart and intelligent mm-hmm. because basically the whole for anybody seen the commercials where they where they look like they're breaking into like a wakanda facility mm-hmm. it was actually a whole setup and i love the fact that she was basically sitting at a u.n meeting going they and, and the people basically call her there but like why don't you give us any vibranium she was like bitch because it's not for us it's because of y'all like mm-hmm. y'all will get this shit and it will be a motherfucking problem and right. here's an example of you try to fucking break into our facility while i'm here so you know you don't think that something's wrong with this no and she was like if you can find some good luck right you know and so i was like that is a smart person that's somebody who's actually strategized who has very smart people around her and things like that to come up to actually be pre-prepared almost like you have to be prepared for any scenario because you're always under attack and you know this is one reason why a lot of people fought t'challa was like no keep us secret because once people know it's a problem right and uh uh back to uh, uh my my thing my thing is shiri i actually love shiri mm-hmm. uh regardless of the person in real life i love right yeah leticia right yeah she tell she killed us all yes she actually she killed the role and i actually appreciate her uh in the role and she can really really act and and and, and she actually got to shine almost like never before it was almost like her coming out movie quote unquote and so i really do appreciate them you know going through the process and taking her through all the things and showing us her whole range full of uh uh emotions and just uh forcing her to mature because you know there was periods of time where i was like oh everything you're doing now is completely immature you know and i understand the anger and the rage and things like that but you know that's understandable for somebody who literally has been protected and just been kind of in their lab and hadn't really been forced to deal with certain things yeah absolutely um I, yeah i agree sherry was uh like the role was nuanced and she had a lot to do here because it was denied it was like she went through the five stages of grief in this film um and even taking her from like a person that's so scientific that she's almost like atheistic towards the spiritual plane and stuff and we know how big that is for um this 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 like afterlife stuff for the wakandan uh like black panther and all this stuff and it made sense to why she they didn't finish working on the herb to make a new black panther how she kind of didn't want the throne first want the black panther mantle for herself she didn't believe in that she was like i'm gonna just work on this science shit i'm gonna work on these robo suits uh the midnight angels i'm just gonna work on that and i'm not gonna even pretend to give a fuck about this other shit y'all talking about and it actually was like yeah that's what she would do and then taking her all the way through everything to wanting vengeance and then finally um learning some level of like we got to work together and compromise um that was huge i think there's gonna definitely be controversial to a lot of people because you know we're definitely at peak like heroes are supposed to just kill the bad guy and be you know never forget team petty blah 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 but i thought it was a good message um yeah. another okay oh, yeah i thought it was i thought it was a, a wonderful message too about 
in that nobody ever told her her anger was not justified nobody right. you know and so i do appreciate them not trying to rein in or control her anger and allowing her to process her anger how she processed it and i think in my opinion one thing uh when she went to the ancestral plane was her seeing michael b jordan she was like not you but she seen him because of the fucking anger that she had in her heart like i was right. like oh that's why you seen him because y'all like he said we are more alike than you think mm-hmm. you could have seen anybody but you saw me for a reason mm-hmm. like you took this shit for selfish power reasons to get revenge um so uh what was I gonna... oh another thing i really loved about this film is sneakily kind of i mean the first one was a little like this but this one for sure this is the first like black woman superhero film mm-hmm. you know like this is the first one i've ever seen i'm like just trying to think off the top of my head there's all it's always like a b level yeah, role for black kick. women it's mm-hmm. you know the sidekick the you know it's monica rambo um you know or you know that kind of like next time type of vibe mm-hmm. that we always get but this is the first time that really this film is a black woman film it's yes, woman sure is black panther at the end of this film mm-hmm. so black panther wakanda forever is her film and she's not alone all these heroes the dora miller j you know the midnight angels um and of course all the brown people uh th- that were on uh the other side of this too that namora mm-hmm. and uh atuma or whatever um and and it's not like mbaku doesn't have a big role like he's in there but it's not about him it's mm-hmm. about these black women i know they're gonna be mad about this in yeah. the like recast the child circle because a lot of that shit is also misogynistic i get it you yes. don't write in you're the one that's not in the movement blah 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 i get it but i'm just saying there's a lot i saw a lot of stuff where people were kind of on some like nah shit and right. i think for those that are harboring misogynistic points about it they're gonna definitely be mad because ryan coogler went all the way in on like listen it's about the divine feminine it's about black women uh saving the day it's about black women being warriors and being queens and being politicians and being scientists and i really thought that they like leaned went all the way in with that and that's what i was hoping they would do because shuri has been to black panther in the comics before and i and everybody had all the speculation and what they need to do with chadwick and all that and i said man just do let her be black panther like it was in the comics like they can always write something else for another movie or another time but why would you avoid the obvious solution and i'm glad they didn't agreed i agree i'm glad they didn't make it somebody else or anything like that and i I really do appreciate that yeah anything else for positives uh yes i enjoyed uh riri yeah uh i enjoyed her character i i just really she was really fun Mm -hmm. and it was one of those things where she actually did things and and was creative and it, it emphasized how smart and how intelligent she was as a black woman so it's one of those things too i agree if you're somebody who you have a problem with black women you're gonna be angry the whole movie because it is black woman centric quote unquote mm-hmm. and so i appreciate that and and this and it's gonna be really fun to see a uh, riri pop back up again because it's like oh this this is this can't be the end of her and not only that you go she is super intelligent and Mm -hmm. she actually learned a lot of things while she was there so it's going to be really fun to see where her ride goes yeah we definitely looked and saw her intelligence um in this movie (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
we did saw her intelligence <laughs> we looked and saw her intelligence mm-hmm. um so yeah i have reread out as my thing too is another like uh thing that i really liked about it um try to think what else they're like um the music uh they always knock the music out of the park i think and it wasn't like overwhelming and 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 they they nailed it because it wasn't a party anymore like the first one was kind of like a coming out party and Mm -hmm. it was just so celebratory you know kendrick on everything Mm -hmm. the music here was a little bit more somber in places a little more sad you know rihanna's song at the end is like the perfect outgoing song Mm -hmm. um because it was more reflective and like hopeful but mourning and um even the music really hit the notes of like you know because a big struggle with this was you had to mourn before you can move on and of course um shuri was not even willing to mourn um lapita and uh, couldn't mourn with the family like so so and i think just the audience needed to mourn there's just a seed the beautiful ending at, at the end is just like i held it together all the way through and then they did that final fucking scene on the beach <laughs> oh, that baby. And I, that's when the tears came down a little bit i was like oh man they got me i thought i was safe i thought i had made it all the way through the film <laughs> like oh you know what maybe i overestimated how sad i was but um but that it's the musical accompaniment with to the battle scenes all this stuff even the way they use the music as like a sonic attack that made men like walk off of boats and shit yes like they made it music but they also made it a weapon in the in the scene and i thought that was so beautiful and brilliant and it harkens back to the myths of the sea of the song of the siren that made so like you so you get like oh maybe that's where that legend comes from in this universe and it's one of those things where it told you a fucking horror movie the first time i seen it mm-hmm. and even when it was happening to the people of wakanda i kept saying why are they why are they going do you just see them one by one just jumping off i was like what is happening here oh yeah oh, i was yeah. like oh oh and also um uh there was a lot of of death so if you'd like somebody where well, i want to see a battle and i want people to take some l's there was a lot of l's everybody was taking some l's like yeah <laughs> like and you know i was like oh y'all like y'all when y'all meant war y'all meant war war mm-hmm. you know because the whole thing i and my thing is i honestly think that uh shiri didn't want to go to war mm-hmm. you know she tried she tried to save uh uh that woman and mm-hmm. i think if she would have saved her they probably wouldn't have went to war possibly not yeah you know mm-hmm. or, or either uh namor would have been more understanding but you know once she once that woman died i was like oh no this is not gonna end well yeah um another thing that i liked about it is uh they actually did gay love without like overemphasizing it it was just Uh, casually casually kind of in the background like this is what we do yes i really do i i was worried about that that was definitely a thing i brought up on a couple of the reviews that i did for the trailers with for our nerds and i was like i just hope they let them be gay i hope it's not the you know oh they looked at each other and 
that must mean they're gay and eternal people i know people hate the eternals movie but in the eternals at least they let them niggas be gay like they kissed they was husband and husband they kissed on the lips it was like cool it's not like you people are asking for like some hot gay porn they just Mm -hmm. the same way you let the straight couples be straight in the marvel movie let the gay couples be gay and i did love that like kiss on the forehead and you know my love i did love that yeah um another thing for me man the ending with t'challa's son uh prince t'challa mm-hmm. that that was that was a really nice touch oh that was a like cute, that baby was like can you keep a secret she was like yeah i've been known to keep secrets then he basically go through the i'm like oh so they've been training this baby this baby know the history and everything never been there before but he knows it the between that and then the opening moment of silence that showed nothing but t- but chadwick boseman as t'challa in all of the uh marvel clips instead of other movies those were the notes that they nailed so well for me that i honestly was just like you know i i have so much immense respect for what the, the task that was at hand that they basically had to undertake to make this movie and uh yeah those two notes right there were just like the perfect bookends the beginning of like yo we know chadwick and then boom the, the child that kind of gives you hope for the future and then saying like you know for our friend chadwick boseman it's like i think i mean i know people are gonna feel a way about all this stuff but i really hope people can be like you know what man i understand the herculean task y'all had and this was hard as fuck to do and y'all did it you know so uh, i really appreciated that and also it it gives time for the child to grow up and it also gives time for sherry to pass it down and you yeah i I wasn't even talking about it on a film level of like 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 if they choose to Yeah. yeah i'm not even talking about plot wise i just feel like you needed those moments for the very real life thing that happened Mm -hmm. you know even the way that that this character dies in the film you can't really like put the character on screen anymore Mm -hmm. you don't want to be exploitative you don't want to be cruel you don't want to like go do the like star wars you know cgi thing so i thought they handled it in a very tasteful mo- manner but it may hurt the film for some people in their eyes but then i think when you take the kid at the end and do the like prince t'challa it's just a hopeful note of like and it's not like i said not even for like a hopeful note of man the next movie he can be black Panther. just a hopeful note of like okay man like this was a real person and not just a fucking comic book movie agreed and uh the next thing i like i love that uh the uh person that martin everett ross uh his wife yeah uh uh, reported to she was in a disney plus series in captain america Mm -hmm. and so i love how they did the crossover and now i was like oh this shit makes sense on where she showed up and how she knows the information because it's like well her whole fucking job is to know these things so Mm -hmm. no wonder why it it, it, that's not funny if kind of feeling a blank because when she first showed up you're like who the fuck is she and why she showed up and all this stuff but then you know you start looking at the black widow and all that stuff you be like oh she actually pulling a lot of different strings in a lot of different directions and you know nobody actually knows that she's doing all this shit yeah it's super hard to do like to i mean you know they got to do all this crossover and all these different roles and people it's it's definitely hard as fuck to do um when they're doing these like movies where it's like we need to tie this into this disney plus thing and uh 
like valentina allegra de fontaine played by julia louise dreyfus she's in armor wars coming up too mm. and armor wars has riri williams in it too so you're gonna probably need to get and i think that's gonna be a movie now instead of a series so you kind of like have to set the ground for that stuff and i think it can feel a little clunky i do understand but this is what comic books and movies have to do this is what they do to make this shit cohesive this is what they do better than dc and shit like that and i'm like yeah i'm totally cool with it and 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 she of course plays it great it's very funny um you know they add some backstory to her everett ross where she said they used to be married or something mm-hmm. um but yeah these are these are the things that make me feel like okay i hope ryan coogler's on the list of people that can man the helm of the overall mcu uh after the brothers because the brothers that were had done captain america and game they're like we're going on a break we're yeah. not even trying to touch nothing like this to the end of the like to the 2030 if possible yeah. so i'm and like that makes sense because they've been doing this shit for 10 12 years so i'm like ryan coogler like this movie might be an audition of can you add other elements in from the mcu and kind of make it seamless enough that we can like depend on you to the helm like the next avengers the secret wars or something mm-hmm. so uh yeah I, I also enjoyed that as well um I'm trying to think is there anything else that's me. it for me fuck there was one more thing and now i can't you know what's it about uh, i had it in my head uh maybe it'll come to me when we get to the negatives but um yeah i love uh oh i loved atlantis you know yes. or they wasn't called atlantis mm-hmm. in this movie but i love namor's backstory and his and his culture it's and beautiful. his people and the world they had under 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 the sea and um and obviously the fact that this nigga is sitting uh they want to smoke like Woo. every like everybody on the team can fight um oh i know what it was i love how the film is like if there is no black panther the world will come for wakanda Mm -hmm. like i love that like the way ramonda had to be the one to like say nah like we not about to do that you know what i mean like like when she comes up in the un and brings those french like uh like uh french soldiers that tried to infiltrate that compound like nah we don't play that shit uh and i love how it kind of just stays ready like when they cracked open the like where's the vibranium tools and they opened it the door miller j was in there waiting on their ass it was just so good so yeah i, I really loved all of that stuff and how wakanda is a living breathing part of this movie with or without the black panther wakanda will always exist and as a unit and as a country i love how they come together and baku so fun so good oh he was really show stealing mm-hmm. you know yes, eating that fucking like whatever that carrot looking yes, thing was and him going at a koye yeah so good man so yeah all right let's talk about dislikes so anything you got anything for a dislike yes and this is just my pet peeve mm-hmm. or something that i caught there were certain scenes particularly when um uh shiri was talking to mbaku you could tell that they would not film together mm-hmm. just because of the way the camera would change mm-hmm. and the angles and the cgi was sort of off mm-hmm. for you know visually for me i was like oh they didn't shoot this like together like they shot 
one direction and then it been times where they were together but that man been times where they had to do reshoots or whatever so they had to shoot them a certain way mm-hmm. and so you i was like oh y'all wouldn't in the same location when y'all did this and you could kind of tell mm-hmm. but it was just like that was just a little thing that i've just kind i just noticed like for me yeah, personally that makes sense um a thing for me was it's not so i know the whole thing is like who's gonna pick up the man or the black panther but i actually felt like we didn't get that much black panther in the movie like the last act you kind of get some black panther with like shuri fighting namor obviously but i wanted like a little bit more you know like i wanted to see her don the suit earlier in the movie Mm. um and even if it's like you don the suit then you have a setback and you're like maybe uh maybe i'm not ready for this or maybe i shouldn't do it or she could have had the suit without the herb but uh i love i mean the movie's called black panther so i kind of wanted to see a little bit more of just the black panther fighting you know of great action scenes and all that stuff but you know i could have used a couple more scenes of that um anything else Mm -mm. um okay i have a couple things to um so at times it's a little bit almost silly sometimes (laughs) sometimes <laughs> like and i don't mean like just like funny but i mean sometimes it's like uh stuff that i think they were a little more careful about in the first film or whatever is a little bit more like played for either jokes or just kind of like ridiculousness you know like when they go to uh mit and they're getting riri and the clothes they have on and mm-hmm. riri calling okoye's head ashy and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like a little bit more silly sometimes and not yeah. like it's not necessarily funny it's just more like it felt more like that was for from a kid's movie yeah. whereas i feel like the whole first movie was kind of like for it was like the writing and the pacing and all that stuff was for adults i uh, agree i can see that agree so maybe they wanted to be more inclusive because riri's gonna probably end up being like a young avenger type person Mm -hmm. um but yeah i thought that was interesting and then the last thing is it got because of it being a marvel product it's a little bit more like a comic book yes like it's like the first one's more like a movie for people like you know like my mom can watch that movie she don't need to know nothing about any of the other comic book stuff like they kept that movie so separate from everything else Mm -hmm. I, honestly i'm still trying to think what was the crossover from it like i just don't i, I think don't, the one crossover is post credit scene of uh bucky's arm i think that's the one time that we get that, like a that's it yeah that's the only yeah crossover. like a true acknowledgement of like there's a world outside wakanda that got heroes that, in it it was zero crossover yeah and this movie I, I mean it's ending the final the phase four so it had to be a little bit more like we're in a world where there are avengers where you know like when riri brings up um are y'all recruiting me you know like it's a little bit different um and uh it was kind of odd that nobody really brought up iron man when she was making that armor like nobody was like you know uh do you know tony stark why are you making his armor you know like <laughs> i kind of wanted somebody to bring that up but uh yeah that so it's a little bit more comic booky, and so you know i think that's gonna probably detract from some of it for some people mm-hmm. um but yeah that's it for me for for anything really negative um all right karen scores zero to five what would you give this movie a 4.5 a 4.5 there you go um i would give it a four i think the first movie's a five yes i think what this movie has to tackle 
is just so hard mm-hmm. um one thing i'll also give it because i just think the task it undertook was almost impossible honestly agreed and i think they pulled it off but um yeah so is i i i i give it a four out of five um and just uh the weight of chadwick boseman's passing it seems like it's been dealt with i'll be interested to see where they go from here with the character of t'challa if they feel like a need to even go to that because i would be fine and i know this is unpopular don't write in i would be fine if uh if sherry is just black panther and all the like crossovers and stuff now Mm -hmm. it wouldn't bother me Mm -hmm. i think black women been needed some representation um and i think there's also gonna be other opportunities to get black men in or you know like i said to bring a different version of t'challa into the universe at some point Agreed. but you know i i I felt we needed this movie to have a pause take a breath grieve and say all right it's gonna be okay you know so uh yeah i give it a four out of five but uh but but that's you know obviously still a good score um all right let's get into the feedback we had spoiler movie review episode 422 black adam we got three comments natasha p says i enjoyed this movie quite a bit lots of fights lots of comedy beats and most importantly lots of men to objectify all this <laughs> all this silver fox pierce the rock shoulders and the major league eye candy and the stinger made me quite happy uh sailor agony says muddled script dull protagonist telegraphed and throwaway villain are all that put black adam in the at least you tried department for superhero films <laughs> get a for effort if this was made in 2009 it could have worked but it doesn't exactly come together the only character that felt truly fleshed out was pierce Brosnan's dr fate easily the most interesting person in the film would love to see a dr fate film with pierce but alas he took a l side god damn it dc maybe quintessa swinwell's uh swindell's cyclone but her character isn't even given any substance they're fine otherwise the rock is doing his usual stick and it works well enough but after the redundant wall breaks and overuse of slow-mo i just didn't care for him much didn't even care much for this aldis hodge sucked surprisingly sucked dude called played a hawkman that is just bland and he got gets thrashed like an esports gamer kicking a casual gamer's ass in tekken <laughs> virtual fighter or mortal Kombat. the cameo was yay but spoiled by you know who by the time wakanda forever comes out black adam will be another blip on a radar forgotten and irrelevant james gunn and peter saffron being with dc exclusively is great news but they have to overcome the constant incompetence of warner brothers which is not easy and they only get a four-year deal remember when david saslav said he had a 10-year plan for dc good luck guys right uh trojan scooter says i enjoyed this movie well yeah, i mean i think charlie scooter pretty much enjoys all the dc movies mm-hmm. uh I, it had all the action movie prerequisites big fight scenes explosions corny one-liners and less than the great plot attractive supporting actress and unexpected funny moments during your review i heard karen say that adam was overpowered but he actually is not in one story arc adam loses his wife and brother-in-law he she tells him to avenge her and he does by killing two million people in a neighboring country by hand um i don't think but, that was karen that said that as much as i know i said it maybe karen agreed yeah. with me too but yeah and it's, we both said that not just karen yeah and also it's one of those things too where 
you need to show me that like yeah. i i because like i said i haven't so you're talking about who haven't read the comics so right. i can only go based off of watching this movie looking at you at level 10 and looking at everybody else at level 4.5 well, i mean more importantly that's not what like he's kind of changing the definition of what overpowered means in the way that we were using it we weren't saying like in the comic books he's not this powerful Mm -hmm. but in the movie he was more powerful than he is in the comic books that's not what we were saying we were saying as a protagonist in a movie in a something like this the rock as black adam is so overpowered uh op as they call it in common parlance in slang term he was so op od that he was never threatened that is a problem for most movies i i had no fear of even a movie with superman will invent kryptonite or some type of way to be like he you know even if they morally put restrictions on him it's some way where he can't just beat everybody up you know it has to get to a third act where we're like maybe he can't do it and this movie never had a moment of maybe he can't do it like the biggest like moment of um his biggest moment of uncertainty is him saying y'all can lock me up meaning he was never defeated by anybody he just was like okay y'all right i do feel bad go ahead and put the cuffs on me i'll and go to jail it, and it was his choice he was yeah he, he wasn't ever forced to go in there where they beat him up right. so bad and just threw him in there he was like i give up and part of me wonders if that's the rock you know in, of putting his foot on the pedal uh or on this on the scale and saying i look my contract i ain't getting beat up you know so uh i enjoy hawkman being a dick because that's who he's been to adam to decade for decades now he's always looks for opportunities to fight adam seeing dr fate was a yes moment for me adam smashing and cyclone with good good duo it was said that we weren't told how they got their powers but that's inaccurate the information was given when kent was being chauffeured to carter's estate from the moment the film wrapped and the characters involved was confirmed i viewed the movie in the same lens as eternals both had an arduous task of introducing characters errors in the cinematic universe at a time where the audience thinks they know everything but doesn't finally the mid credit scene makes some sense if you have seen the animated film superman shazam the return of black adam uh yeah i have seen that film um and i think i don't know if we said it or someone said it but the uh them not telling us how they got their powers is maybe that's inaccurate but they didn't show us no they did not they you know did it was very much us. like some character dialogue in the background while they was like working on something else like oh yeah man was a scientist and he like took me away and that's how he experimented on me and that's how i got my powers and he like okay maybe they plan on doing a tv show with them or something Possibly. you know maybe that maybe we're going to get that later and this is like a hint towards their origins but they definitely weren't like important mm-hmm. you know um and, and and for the record i mean we're talking about black panther they don't really show us riri's origin story either and i know it from the comics but it's not in this movie maybe it's something they'll bring up in uh armor wars or her own like young avengers thing but it didn't come up in here you know so i don't know that it's a knock on the on the movie for this or for uh for this or for a black adam but you know they didn't they definitely didn't really show us anything with that so. no and when you're talking to people that uh don't have all that comic book history that you have the the uh views could be different and you can and for somebody like me i can only go based off of what they showed me yeah so anyway though thanks for writing in Thank and you, baby. uh 
you know uh i i'm glad you enjoyed the movie I, like i me said too. i enjoyed it as well um so it just uh I, you may have enjoyed it more than me but that's what that's what it's all about baby yes sir um all right we'll talk to y'all later until then peace peace